Well, hey there, you're listening to the Marketing for Coaches podcast. I'm your host, Steve Schramm. This is the podcast where we help coaches like you achieve clarity around their message, overcome their toughest marketing challenges, and grow their caseload in record time. Welcome to the show. All right, welcome to the final, fourth and final episode of our series titled Up and Running. Now, for this episode, we're going to talk about how to write and speak like a pro for your coaching business. How to write and speak like a pro for your coaching business. So we just talked a little bit about content creation, content creation. And so now what we want to do, and we talked about even last time, a little bit about the modified score method. So now what I want to do, and you kind of see a progression here, now what I want to do for this final one is zoom in a lot closer to that modified score uh, method that I took time to mention to you last time and show you what that looks like in crafting uh, written uh, and and spoken uh, messaging for your business, whether it be online or whether it even be in a a seminar or something like that. Okay, so uh, that's what we want to do. Now, Now, if you're a coach who desires to win clients through these methods, through clear persuasive communication, then this is the episode for you. Uh, coaches, look at, I, I mean, I get it. You, 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 you rightly, you often pay attention. You are great at listing skills. You try to develop those listing skills. But a lot of times it leads to a little bit of a, a neglect or, 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 or a failure to consider the importance of your written and spoken communication skills. And so we want to develop those as well. We want to develop those as well. All right. So this episode, of course, is going to be brought to you by the 48 Days Eagles, as past episodes have been. You can go to northmacservices.com slash eagles to check out this wonderful community of coaches, entrepreneurs, podcasters, bloggers, content creators, just trying to make a difference in the world and find work that they love, work that for them is meaningful, purposeful, and also profitable. So you go there. That's Dan Miller's community, 48 days. Go there by getting to northmacservices.com slash eagles and check that out. Join me over there. I'm a member of the community, a proud member of the community. I love it over there. We have a great time and learn a lot. Let me ask you a couple questions. Uh, Hopefully the answer to these questions is obvious. In fact, I hope they come across as rhetorical questions, but let me ask them anyway. Would you use a financial planner who is up to his eyeballs in debt? Or how about a nutritionist who weighs 350 pounds? What about a relationship expert who's been divorced three times and is once again on shaky ground? Now think about this. A coach with no clue how to communicate. All right, okay. Now, now to me, these are all synonymous, right? I mean, these absolutely make zero sense. A coach who doesn't know how to communicate well, it'd be like hiring a financial planner who's up to his eyeballs in debt, or a nutritionist who weighs 350 pounds, or a relationship expert who's been divorced three times and is on shaky ground again. This is a clear signal that the person does not have their stuff figured out. 
And so whether or not you feel this is the case, I promise this is the perception. If somebody is going to engage you to help them figure out their life, to help them figure out their business, to help them figure out their future, all right, that's what a coach does, or at least that's a big perception about what coaches do. If you're not able to communicate clearly or persuasively, then uh, you're probably not going to make much impact and you're probably not going to get hired, at least not repeatedly. So this week... I want to help you with that, right? I want to help help you by breaking down my personal uh, method, my personal template, you could say, for communication. And of course, I mentioned last time, I have to give the hat tip to Ken Davis for developing the original score method. I'm not even going to go through what that method is, but it is useful. It is helpful. I still use it when preparing speeches. I, I can't recommend it enough. And I've got a link in the show notes to check it out. Ken Davis's score method. Uh, but that said, I think a modified approach of it makes a little bit more sense for me, at least, when it comes to podcasting and writing. Uh, and frankly, it just may make more sense in some context when it comes to speaking as well. So uh, I'm certainly not saying that I know better than him. This is a man with uh, years and years and years and years and years of success with speaking. So take his advice for it. I'm not trying to upset the apple cart here. I promise you it will be worth understanding the score method as he's developed it. But I do think my modified take is helpful and useful and gets the job done. So let's take a little bit of a deep dive at that, and then we'll be done for this episode. Okay, so the modified SCORE method. So I start with a story. Remember, SCORE is an acronym, S-C-O-R-R-E. So I start with a story, and I ask, what kind of story am I telling? Uh, The best way to communicate clearly, I think, is to communicate through story. To invite someone into a story so that they see what's happening, happening to them. So that they feel and experience it as if they are a part of it. Not that they're watching it on a movie, but like they are there in the environment. Okay? What kind of story are you telling? Uh, There are different kinds of story themes. You can actually Google this and you will probably be overwhelmed (laughs) by the results that you'll be flooded with. So I start with a prompt of three. I really try to keep it simple. A redemption story, a walkaway story, or a not alone story. A redemption story. So, did you know, can the person be redeemed from their failure to do a certain thing? Or a walkaway story. Or is it time to walk away from old methods and embrace something new? Or a not alone story. Have you ever felt like you were alone? Well, you're not because I have been there too. Now, not every episode has a story. Frankly, I don't have a story lined out for this particular episode. Uh, I just have NA up there for not available or, or none available, whatever. There, there is no story particular, particularly for this episode that I framed out clearly. Just This is a guideline, right? It's a template. It's a guideline for when it comes naturally to be able to invite folks into, and you can use language around that. So what kind of story are you telling? Can you help somebody feel that they are not alone in your podcast? Can you help somebody understand that they should walk away from something that they're doing right now that is wrong and unhelpful? 
Can you help somebody to realize that there is redemption for this failure that they had in the past, that they are not going to have to live in that past? They don't have to live with that forever. They can overcome it. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Can you invite them into a story? Okay, after you've invited them in, you got to define who the character is. Who do I want to focus on in this story? This is the question I prompt myself with. Who do I want to focus on in this story? Here's the character for, for what we have here. Now, I don't, just because I don't necessarily define a story type does not mean that there's not a character. So, for example, in this case, the character uh, of, uh, of this particular episode is a coach who desires to win clients through clear, persuasive communication. Now, if that's not every coach, it should be. Sorry about that. I just had my, my microphone hitting something, but I'm not going to edit it because, uh, hey, this is real life, right? So, um, a coach who desires to win clients through clear, persuasive communication. That should be every coach, so that's okay. Um, and a lot of times, even if this, even if the character is more specific, if it's somebody in a particular circumstance or situation, it's still likely that the insights that I have are going to be applicable to other kinds of people as well. But at least if I have something that I'm aiming for, then we have a place to get started. Okay, so that's the character. Then we have an obstacle. That's the O, the obstacle. And I ask this, what conflicts have they encountered that is keeping them from understanding this challenge? What are they facing? Why can't they get this? Why haven't they got it in the past? And sometimes I'll list three or four of these. This particular episode has only one obstacle. I said this, coaches often rightly pay great attention to their listening skills without considering the importance of their written and spoken communication skills. So that's the obstacle. And I think most coaches would identify with that. They would say, yeah, that's probably true. At least it's true for me. And so naturally they look to me to help them. And that's where the rationale comes in. Now there's no uh, clarifying questions here. The rationale is just simply how are you going to help? What insights do you have that will help them? Now, the rationale and the resources, these I I left both pretty much exactly how Ken Davis has them in the score method. And so I really love some of the reasoning, if you'll read his book, right, that he gives for these. Some things like, um, you know, you should never use the word things. Your rationale should not be things. They should be a specific kind of, of thing, a specific kind of tip. You know, in this episode, uh, the, the, the rationale is just simply the subject matter. So uh, modified score is one of my main points and honing your craft. I only have two main points in this one and then the points underneath of that. So your rationale, it's just how are you going to lead them to the story? And depending on the way that you've lined it out, I really do recommend reading Ken Davis's thoughts and insights on how to use the rationale, especially for speaking. It's really, really, really helpful. Okay, and then resources, right? This, you know, this isn't rocket science. Title ideas, you know, put out three or four title ideas and choose the best one. Illustrations, what illustrations do you want to use? What images want, do you want to use? What links are you going to include? What quotes are you going to include? These different resources that are a part of the, of the a blog or the podcast episode or the speech or whatever that you're putting together, they will help you if you do all this first while you're actually outlining the thing. And then finally, the E stands for engage, engage. And I ask two questions here. 
The first question I ask is, what do I want? What question do I want the character to answer? So I'm going to give you a question at the end of this that I've crafted as part of my engage step. And the question uh, that I'm going to ask in a few minutes is this. As a coach, why is the ability to communicate clearly so important to me? You have to ask yourself that. As a coach, why is the ability to communicate clearly so important to me? That's what I want you to think about. And so that's what I wrote down in the engage section. Okay, the second question is this under engage. What, if anything, makes this episode sticky? What, if anything, makes this episode sticky? I have another hat tip to give here to Chip and Dan Heath in their book Made to Stick. They argue that messages that are sticky, that resonate with people, that people really grab onto, um, have one of six qualities or more than six qualities, preferably. They will be simple, unexpected, concrete, credible, emotional, and or story-based. So simple, unexpected, concrete, credible, emotional, or story-based. So I highly recommend as a result of this episode that you go read The Secrets of Dynamic Communication. That's by Ken Davis. And that'll talk all about the score method. And Made to Stick by Chip and Dan Heath. You will be surprised just by reading those two resources how dramatically you can improve your communication. And then finally, before I reiterate that question to you, honing your craft honing your craft. Now, you guessed it. How do you hone this? With consistently creating compelling content. Consistently creating compelling content. We talked all about that last week, so I won't reinvent the wheel. Just go back and listen to that episode. Um, Another way is pro bono speaking engagements or pro bono coaching. These are ways that You can hone your craft, and I recommend that you find ways to hone your craft that you get paid for, okay? I'm not suggesting that you have to only hone your craft doing free things. Uh, Every time a musician gets up and performs for money, he's still honing his craft. It's the same thing. I'm not saying you have to do free. I'm just saying if you're just starting out and you feel like you uh, have some time and you'd like to gain opportunities to do this at a low risk to clients, potential clients, maybe you do offer some pro bono kind of work. All right, that's it guys for the Up and Running series. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope it's helped you to see a different perspective and some different things that you can do to get up and running with your coaching business online. Hey, here's that question again. As a coach, why is the ability to communicate clearly so important to me? Think about that. Write down some personal reflections on that. I'd love to hear your thoughts if you go over to the show notes and enter them into the comments. I would love, love, love to hear from you. If nothing else, don't forget to go check out northmaxservices.com slash eagles to uh, check out what could be waiting for you by joining the Eagles community. All right. Love you guys. Y'all take care. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.